another episode of the Candid Chronicles podcast directed to just about life and filters. Now, if you're new here, my name is Angela. I'm your host and your favorite podcaster, or at least I hope if you stuck here long enough to find out. First of all, happy new month and happy new week to everyone who's just um, listening to this podcast. For the first time, everyone has been with me since this journey began um, and as we turn a year older on November 16th I want to thank everyone who has been here for this journey I don't take it for granted and I really really appreciate you guys for taking your time and for showing up and subscribing to my content now if you want to engage with me on my socials you can find me at underscores at the end on instagram at underscore on twitter and on facebook at candid underscore chronicles on tiktok now without much further ado let's begin this week's episode so before i actually begin i've had an amazing week i hope you also had an amazing week and if you didn't this week is gonna be better now last week we discussed about my october how my october was in a nutshell and i felt for this new month Let's try and see things from a different perspective. So, this week we're going to discuss about what I wish my parents told me before I was 20. Now, first of all, I'm recording this podcast tonight because for some reason I had recorded it on Thursday and I accidentally lost the footage when I was transferring things from my phone to my SD card and I accidentally lost it. So, I'm sorry guys, sorry we have to do it again because I have to upload an episode every Monday so I'm recording this podcast at night imagine at night but we move so this week like as I mentioned earlier we're going to discuss about what I wish my parents told me before I was 20 now we both come from like very different backgrounds like okay so where I come from like I was raised in whole African household so most of the discussions that I wish my parents told me, most of the things that my parents told me, they are not able to tell me because of if it's considered like a taboo to them or if it's considered like illegal or anything or maybe we just don't have that safe space for them to communicate so these are like entirely my opinions if you feel like you have something to add aside from this point you can also add no judgment, it's a safe space where you can open up and let's talk and let's talk a conversation. Now, before I even go to my first point, if you're listening on any podcast platform, kindly do remember to subscribe and subscribe follow so that you'll be notified anytime that I upload an episode, which is on every single Monday. I don't have a specific time. I'm going to upload it sometimes at 11, I'm going to upload it sometimes at 2, so there's no specific time for me to upload an episode, but when you subscribe, you're able to be notified anytime that I upload an episode. So let's begin. Now, the first thing that I wish my parents told me before I was 20 was, not every day has to be perfect, but you have to keep pushing on. <sighs> Where do I even begin with this? So normally, normally do an anonymous Q&A on my Instagram page where I get to like the audiences and their questions 
talked about her issues and everything. And I recently got a question um, what is me going on? So it really had to take like a lot of self introspection and really like I had to really dive in and really find out what really works for me as a person, as a creator, as a student, as just generally like constantly showing up. And my response was the fact that I have to show up for myself even on those days when it's so tough. Like there are just days you have you there are just days that just me. I was staying at Dr. Kajio's school, but I have to keep showing up because I know that tomorrow needs the best version of myself. And I wish my parents like really found me more on that. That you're moving out, you're going to join a world where things are not easy, where you really have to work hard for what you want. So I really wish they had told me that. I really wish they had like found me more on that. And they could have told me that even if not everything goes your way, you just have to keep on showing up. And like when I was at, when I was like actually researching on this episode, I remembered a film that I watched. It's called Sincerely Daisy. If you haven't checked it, like if you love Kenyan content, if you love Kenyan films, I think this is a film that you should be watching. It's such an inspiration. Like I. I personally loved it. I didn't find it shitty or anything. You know, sometimes people, before I like start reading something, I have to check whether it's shitty or not. Like, I have to read the reviews, I have to read the comments. The comments were not like all flattering, obviously, but like, when watching the film, you're so used. Like, I grew up. Okay, let me paint this picture. Let me paint this picture to you guys. So, I'm the last born in a family of two. We only two girls in our family. So I grew up knowing that everything has to be perfect. Everything has to go my way. As a woman, as a person. Regardless of anything. Because that's the picture that I was painted for. When I was a child. Now, in that film, Daisy is the... If you have not watched it, I'm so sorry for Guadalbia, but... I just have to give an example of such a thing. So Daisy is the kind of a person whose um, life has always been perfect. She's always talking about class. She's always had the best of life. But that comes to a halt when she doesn't get the main role in a certain place that she was auditioning for. And her boyfriend and her friend end up getting the role. And it kind of um, causes a trip in their relationship between the both of them. So they end up um, parting ways with their boyfriend. And Daisy had gotten like a very small role in the play. So when she felt devastated about it, she was crying about the things that she had failed in. Her grandmother was always there like telling her that you know you have to remember that even if it's small make the most out of it and that's when like it actually really hit me like as I was like planning this episode and I remembered that film that's when like literally just hit me that you have to like really work and make the most out of everything that you do in life no matter how small it is no matter any single impact that you have 
you have to look in hospital bed. Like I have never been to it, but I came to discover it on my own right now. With my podcast, I came to discover it. for me to grow. I have to like read me. Make the most out of what I have right now. Make the most out of um, building my brand, building my name, growing from it, evolving in it, perfecting my art as a creator, as a podcaster. I have to like really learn in that. So that's something that I wish my parents told me earlier enough because it could have started early. Like if I started when I was in school, it wouldn't start when I was in, like at home. Um, how, how I even came to like handle issues it came to like even handling my first breakup because it's hard like it was literally i don't think this is time or like an experience that like really emotionally drained me as handling my first breakup like child it really emotionally drained me like i cried i wailed i felt pity for myself like a lot and i wish someone told me that i have to keep on showing up because the world is moving and because tomorrow I'm the best version of myself and ever since I have those words like I always mm-hmm. I want to know that like to always be more optimistic towards what the future has to offer towards how I feel I how I feel like I want, I want my life to be like progressing into my 20s early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s I feel like I have to like keep on showing up even if those days are not going to be good I have to keep on being there again for myself so that was the first thing that I wish um, my parents told me before I was 20 before coming to realize it I'm 20 the second thing that I wish they had told me was Sacrificing my boundaries in the name of empathy wasn't noble. Now, if you've had, like, if you've listened to the episode that I did on the objectives of codependency alongside my friend, she's called Fatima. Um, I talked a lot about how I let people into my life easily and like them to invade my boundaries, um, make me feel less of myself, make me feel like I don't have a life. Like I don't, because I don't have a life to live, you know. But we're recovering from it, like slowly and slowly and slowly. So one of the main reasons I actually let me have a phoning personality. So for those for those of you who don't know what a phoning personality is, a phoning personality is someone who's codependent, and by codependent I mean someone who's like generally a people pleaser. In short, I was just trying to sound, you know, like because in younger men, it's not just shitty, but yeah. So, a funny personality is basically a people pleaser. So, that personality that I like, a personality trait in me that doesn't cover me. And one of the main reasons why it's like that is because I've been a punching bag to other people's dreams. Like, I've in short, what I'm trying to say is a lot of people's like traumatic experiences like they reflect the trauma towards me. For example, like let's say my dad. And I don't have daddy issues, like my dad goes goes for milk and he brings back the milk. 
yeah i don't have daddy issues but on basis of how he grew up like he grew up so close to his dad and then all of a sudden he just blinked so when he came to becoming a parent like something from how he raises us like he feels as if he has to be there like he doesn't want to do it but he has to be there he does things because it's an obligation like he's not doing it wholeheartedly he's doing it because he feels like he has to be present because his dad wasn't present the same thing with my mom um my mom is okay my mom was raised by both parents fortunately enough so i we don't have that kind of trauma in our family where both parents are like totally but with how my dad is raising us like right now me and my sister and my niece it transfers to like my mom in some form of way but for my mom is more like Anna Vanilla like she withholds a lot of shit from my dad and she sometimes feels as if it's like a burden that she's been given towards us like they don't raise you a cut at you because they want to raise you because it's an obligation I don't know if I'm making sense. So as a result of that, like any time I would try and double down my opinions towards them, it would sound as though I am being selfish as though my needs don't matter. And they don't get that. They don't see that. Sometimes I just need someone to talk to. And recently, it even like went down to my sister when I told her that she doesn't support me enough. So for her, she would support us constantly sharing my content, telling people to subscribe to me, do this, do that. But for me, sometimes I just need someone to say, just tell me, even if it's a text, even if it's anything that I'm doing a good job, that you're making me, that you're doing an amazing job. But um, I feel like if you do this, it will make you a best person to improve your brand. That's a, that's also like a form of support to me. Not just sharing, because you know you can share. You can share. I can share my heart with everyone. But does it have an impact? Is it creating an impact? Because that's the goal for my podcast. Like I want, I want people to see. If you sit down and listen to me, sit down and listen to my content. Are you able to like get what I'm saying? Like, are you able to actually relate? what I'm saying as a person yeah she just became so defensive and I realized that I actually took a lot of shit from her and from anyone else and I wish someone told me that sometimes you have to set boundaries not because of empathy but because to like really protect yourself and like really find value in yourself really find value in your work really find value in like what you're doing because I'm so sick and tired of being a punch and that's even something that my therapist noticed that I'm such a punchy dog like I'm not traumatized like at all but I would held a lot of things like I have witnessed a lot of things I have been embraced with a negative energy because I am not given the space for me to open up like effectively that's why it's even hard for me to even tell my parents that I have a podcast you know and it's not like I'm doing anything wrong, but it's just not it for me. And when I tell my sister to get to like share and talk to them, it comes out that it's your work. 
that's your work is on supposed to talk to them and they she thought she knows that I have an issue when it comes to communicating with my friends. And it's an issue that needs to be solved but she um, apparently doesn't get that and I'm not like trying to victimize myself or like victimize her or anything because I know the friends who listen to this podcast and they're friends with her. It's not about that. But I feel like I really wish I had like more of that support other than just saying that the world doesn't revolve around me because I just came to just request for that kind of support and that's why just to myself that <coughs> even if I'm gonna be setting a boundary I don't need to go out there and seeking validation from people who think I don't need the validation from no matter how important it is so I just leave things at that and let things flow naturally because I feel like telling them I tell them if I don't feel like telling them I won't tell them now the last thing that I wish my parents told me before I was 20 was find someone who reciprocates your energy either as your partner or your friend I really wish I knew this before I got into my relationship. Um, when I started dating, that was back in 2018. I was just about to finish high school. So, I met a guy. We fell in love. We were, we were actually like friends at first. Like that. Great, great friends. Still best friends. I think one day I'm going to tell that story. And we fell in love. Like, and then he had, like, he was finishing high school in that 2018. And when he left high school, he was like, you know, but I like so much. Like, I feel like he's such an amazing guy. So, brother, I'm not just a great Because most of the like, had that connection and everything. So, I also finished high school and got back. But, we weren't seeing eye to eye. And so, he just decided to call things like to college kids. And um, that's how my relationship ended. Um, it was so traumatic. One of the main reasons why it ended is that sometimes I would be all in. Like I was all in. Like I had to stop falling in love at it because it's him or it's I fell in love because I want to fall in love with him. Like I really like you. So I feel like you can. Because it's that because Still is fuck, still is fuck. But when you continue progressing, it's more of like you are constantly having issues because everything you had said is constantly like um, overstepping my boundaries and disrespecting me. So I just feel like, you know what? I think it's best to break up and we ended the relationship this year. So I really wish I had like someone to me earlier. As much as this person hates all of your qualities, your energy is important, your time is important. So find someone who really reciprocates, like who really gives you that. I really wish someone told me those three things instead of me being out. Huh? Finding out after when I've already in the experience already happened. So this episode is actually very short. It's like 19 minutes and something. Yeah, like close to 20. It will be close to like 20 minutes. But um, 
she guys make the most out of it and remember to chat with me on my socials at Anchezati underscore Zati and on Instagram at Anchezati on Facebook and Twitter and at Candida underscore on TikTok. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Have a lovely time.